0: Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddy Walk podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Holidays are right around the corner. Have you started your Christmas shopping? Daryl said he has his fork. We can't forget about Thanksgiving. There's stuffing on the table, Daryl said. Well, there's a Christmas tradition that I really haven't got into, but I can't help but notice it when I flip the channels. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you come across, it's either TBS or TNT, and they're showing a Christmas story. Now, I have not seen that movie in its entirety, but I have seen the scene where that kid... Gets double dog dared to stick his tongue on the flagpole. I know that you probably shouldn't get a little boy a BB gun because he might shoot his eye out. There's another scene I remember. There's a little boy. His mom's concerned about him going out in the cold. So what does she do? She layers him, bundles him up. So when he walks out the door, he's walking like that. And then what what do one of the other kids do? They push him over. (laughs) So he's in the snow. He's so bundled up, he can't move. And he's yelling for his big brother, help me, help me. It's kind of what it looks like when you put everything on at once, huh? Sometimes too much you think about putting on all the characteristics of the old self, sexual immorality, impurity, greed, anger, rage, malice, slander. How come it's so easy to put on all that stuff? How come it was so easy? This morning, I want to spend some time Talking about the secret to taking off all the bad and putting on all of the good. Love. Love makes it all possible. Paul writes about it in Colossians chapter 3. Picking up in verse 5. Put to death, therefore... Whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these. "...anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of its Creator. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, Barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. And over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you that we have your word every day. I thank you for how it speaks to us when we open it and and say, Lord, what do you have to say to me through your Word? I thank you for how your Word tells us and shows us how to live. Jesus, I thank you for being our hearts and helping us live and follow you. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for filling us and giving us a power we don't have on our own to put on these godly things after we've put to death the other. So thank you, Lord, for how you help us. Help me now, I pray, as I preach your word. I just want to be an instrument. And I pray you open each of our hearts and our ears. May we focus fully on you and what you want to do in us. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, for the last 10 or 11 weeks throughout this series, we've been in Colossians chapter 3. And we've been talking about the godly virtues that we are to put on as we imitate Him. We've talked about how God is compassionate, kind, gentle, forgiving, and all those other good virtues He bears with us. He forgives us. And He does all of this because of love. God is love. Because He is love, He is compassionate, kind, gentle, forgiving, and all the other good virtues that we've been talking about. And in 1 John... Chapter 4, the Apostle John puts it like this God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. What is this love that we're to live in? Notice I didn't ask. What is love? Because then my head would start going like this, and I'd hear a song, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Okay. You may have heard the word agape, or in this form, agape. We see in Colossians 3 and 1 John chapter 4. This agape love is deliberate and sacrificial. It's not an emotional response or even a feeling of affection. Emotions may follow it, but emotions do not lead or direct this kind of love. It's a love that's extended by choice, Regardless of the loveliness or attention of the one loved. Remember, God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See how it's a sacrificial love? An unconditional love? While we were still His enemy... Because sin puts a roadblock between us and God, doesn't it? He hates sin. While we were still sinners, He died for us. This love desires the best for the one loved and will sacrifice itself to achieve what's best. That's what Jesus did for us on the cross, didn't He? He was sacrificed. His blood was shed to pay the penalty, the debt we owed. And now that gift of salvation is available to us through faith in Him and the sacrifice He made for us on the cross. That's the good news. The good news always gets an amen, y'all. This Love is unearned. There's nothing we could have done. It's unearned. But it can be spurned. As proven by so many people that have (laughs) clearly heard and understood the good news of Jesus, yet they still reject it in favor of some other alternative that they think is better. Colossians chapter 3, Paul writes about how love binds all things together. And that was an illustration that the people who read this letter originally would understand. Because just about everybody would see, or had seen, a Roman soldier. I mean, even when I say Roman soldier, you can probably picture one in your head, huh? And got their sword... They've got their breastplate, maybe shoulder plates. They have a tunic underneath, so they have free range of movement. You know what held all that stuff together? The girdle. That's a, a funny word we don't hear much these days, do we? The girdle. That might sound like something an old woman would put on. But no, the girdle was a common piece of accessory that was very important back in those days. Because you see, what would happen is if a Roman soldier had to make any movement, whether to fight or to chase down somebody, they could gird up their loins. Another old way of saying things. They could gird up their tunic and and everything put it in tight and make whatever movements, run to chase somebody down or fight, they'd they be girded up. That girdle would hold everything in place so they could do what needed to be done. Do you see where Paul is going with this when he talks about love? All that stuff we can put on. Because love... Binds it all together. Makes it all possible. Love keeps it together. You know what else love does and love is? Love is the fulfillment of the law. If you have your Bibles, I encourage you to turn to Romans chapter thirteen. Romans chapter thirteen, verse eight. We've been forgiven a debt that we could not pay through the sacrifice and love, the sacrifice of love that Jesus made for us. When we've received that gift of salvation and forgiveness Paul says this in verse 8 let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for the person who loves his fellow person has fulfilled the law the commandments do not commit adultery do not murder do not steal do not covet do And whatever other commandment there may be, there were 613 of them in the Old Testament. They're all summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake from your slumber. And that's where the preacher hits the pulpit to wake you up, but not this morning. It's broke. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. You know, every second is a second closer to Jesus coming back. Our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension or jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. What do we know about the Lord Jesus Christ? He was compassionate. He was deeply moved for those in need, wasn't He? We know He was kind. We know he was humble. He didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he became like one of his own created beings. That's pretty humble, huh? Who are we to think we're better than anybody else? Jesus is compassionate, kind, humble, gentle shepherd. He bears with us, doesn't He? He shows us grace. He forgives us. And He does all of this because He loves us. Paul says, Clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. We come full circle, haven't we? in the last 11 weeks? Putting to death those things? Clothing ourselves? And what binds it all together? What's the capstone of this structure He's building in us? Love. We can't do any of that other stuff without love, can we? Love does what it does because it is what it is. I hate that saying. Man, about 12, 15 years ago, that was popular to say. Well, it is what it is. You know what else I don't like? I don't like when people say, to be honest. That kind of infers that they haven't been honest with you beforehand. (laughs) So what what me and the girls like to do is we like to say this. To be honest. It is what it is. At the end of the day, you sleep in the bed you make. (laughs) But love... Love does what it does because it is what it is. And what is it? Love is deliberate and sacrificial. Love is what holds it all together. It's what holds all of us together. Love is the fulfillment of the law. God is love. And we love because He first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. As we love, may we take off the sin that so easily entangles. And Paul would say, don't just take it off, put it to death. And live compassionate, kind, humble, and gentle lives. Being patient and barren with one another, forgiving as the Lord forgave us. And love as the Lord loves us. Amen? I close with this 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Lord, I thank You for Your love this morning. I thank You that You so loved this world that You sent Your one and only Son so that... Whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Thank You for that sacrificial love. Jesus, thank You for paying a debt that we owed. For we all have sinned, and we all fall short of the glory of God. But we can have a righteousness, a righteousness that comes through faith in You, Jesus. Lord, I thank You for how when we confess our sin, You are faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. When we invite You into our heart and our lives, that's what You do. You come in. You forgive. We have a clean slate. You walk with us. Holy Spirit, You help us follow You help us to show what we need to work on. You help us take off and put on. And Lord, what a difference Your people will make when we live compassionately. When we treat one another kindly. When we serve one another humbly when our relationships with those we love and those we may not love so much, we might even think are our enemy, but we still are gentle in our interactions with them. As we bear with one another and with others who might drive us nuts. Lord, help us forgive one another. And above all, Help us do all those things because we love like You've loved us. Lord, we love You this morning. And we thank You. We thank You for Your great love. And I pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church of the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.